we thought we were in the clear. We thought everybody not in the portal was coming back. And last night, we get news that Jesse Edwards, the biggest caveat to those coming back outside of Judah Mintz, is entering the transfer portal. There is a lot to break down. We've got to take a look at rationale, where the team goes from here, and a lot more. It's your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday. we got no time to waste. Let's get right after it. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good morning, and welcome into your Lockdown Syracuse Tuesday. I'm Owen Valentine, and thank you so much for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Back after a Monday off with big-time news for Syracuse basketball. Donna DeToda, Neil Adler, sort of combo reporting. Neil said Jesse Edwards was gone. Donna says Jesse Edwards to the portal. That happened about oh, 9.30, 10 o'clock last night, maybe. Uh, we break it all down this morning. Jesse Edwards into the transfer portal. The honeymoon phase of the Adrian Autry era at Syracuse, or the Adrian Autry era at Syracuse, has come to a close. It is no longer all sunshine and rainbows because this is a massive departure for Syracuse. Massive. You lose a, what would have been fifth-year guy experience going into year three as a starter. You lose a top 20 scorer in the ACC. You lose the number two rebounder in the ACC. You, lead, you lose the ACC's blocks leader. You lose an ACC defensive player of the year type caliber player as Jesse Edwards departs and enters the transfer portal. That is tremendously big news and leaves Syracuse with a major hole to fill, which we will discuss at greater depth later in the episode. But right now you've got a guy in Monir Hima who averaged one point per game, a guy in Peter Carey who didn't play last season, and a guy in William Patterson who is a question mark skill-wise at seven feet tall. It leaves a tremendous hole to be filled for Syracuse. This is the do now, before the portal closes up, before decisions are made. What can you do now? Because you need to go get a piece. Jesse Edwards, to the portal. It's a big deal because it leaves you with such great question marks. We discussed last week in terms of what the lineup would look like, what the rotation might look like with a very early look at this roster and where things will go. That's thrown out, especially at the center spot, because the center spot was what was locked up, what was the most set in stone, where there was the least question mark was those center minutes were Jesse Edwards. 
Autry said anyone not in the portal is coming back last week. That was sort of read into Noon's magician piecing that together. Seemed like he was coming back. And this morning we wake up to news that he will enter the portal. And I will say this, I find it a little bit weird. And I mean, no disrespect to Jesse. I don't fault anyone for going to the portal. I don't fault people for chasing money. I get it, right? This is what you want to do with your life. You want to play it as long as you can. You want to make money doing it. That is the dream, right? If you could say to anybody that what makes you the happiest in the world, in theory, playing basketball, playing music, doing whatever that is, and you can make beyond a normal living doing that, How could you fault anybody for doing it? Where I find this weird is that per Donna DeTota's article for Syracuse.com, check that out, check out Mike Waters as well, uh, sort of breaking down where things go from here. But per Donna's article, this was an NIL-based money decision because Syracuse, per his dad, couldn't get the right arrangement to move forward with NIL. Now this, of course, and I'm going to paraphrase Donna a little bit on here because she breaks it down very effectively. As Jesse is here studying on a student visa, you can't make NIL money in America. And in theory, Syracuse could not find the loophole around that, which would be him making money back at home overseas. Now where I find this incredibly weird For a fifth-year senior and a guy who has graduated from Syracuse or graduating from Syracuse this semester with a degree, the weirdest thing to me is that if this is a money decision, why not just go pro? This is a guy that would play overseas, would get a contract overseas, would make a good money or make decent money playing overseas, whether that's in the Netherlands, anywhere in Europe, really, or wherever. China, who cares, right? Where are you going? You can make some money doing this. I find it incredibly odd that this is framed, per Jesse's dad, per this article from Donna DeTota, as an NIL-based money decision when he has the opportunity to go pro overseas right there. I think it's a little bit weird, a little bit funky. And the value overseas of a big man with American experience and four years of playing high-level basketball successfully in the United States goes a long way. I find it a little odd, and I want to see if there's anything more that comes out, because it does seem a little bit funky that that is what we're told is the reason behind him testing the transfer portal. When most people If you were said, you know, you can make money overseas going pro, or you can try to piece together some loophole NIL deals, isn't the easier decision to go pro? I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm reading into that wrong. Maybe I missed something. If that's the case, let me know, right? Sometimes I just miss things and maybe I, there's a detail that, that is not clicking for me, uh, into the rationale behind this, but it seems a little bit odd that an NIL-based money decision is the reason he enters the portal. When the bigger question mark, it seemed like for Jesse, since the season came to a close, was does he come back to Syracuse or does he go pro? 
So very, I, I, I'm going to have to look into this more, see what else I can find, because it doesn't seem right to me. Regardless, massive loss for Syracuse and leaves a ton of question marks at the five spot. Because Syracuse, yes, will have three centers on the roster already for next season. But they all feel like a gamble. They all feel like, I don't know. And it doesn't seem like the, I like to throw the money ball example out there where you don't have to find one guy that's going to put up the Jesse Edwards numbers. You can do it by committee. You've got to find Jesse Edwards, you know, 30 plus minutes a game and have them put themselves together to combine for 14 and a half points and 10 and change rebounds per game. I don't see the money ball fit there, if that makes sense. I don't see these three guys, and maybe I could be wrong, maybe Peter Carey behind closed doors is coming back a changed man. Maybe Monir Hema comes back a changed man. Maybe William Patterson becomes a far more refined big man between now and November. Maybe. But the more realistic issue, and this is what we will look for after a quick break, is that I don't think these three guys can come together to put up any type caliber number to what Jesse Edwards was putting up. We'll take a quick break. We'll discuss that more on the other side. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays. They're back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. That's because right now new customers can set up the plate or step up to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. It is fun to bet baseball. Sometimes I'll go full degenerate on you right now. I'll do like little $1 wagers on the next pitch. Do it for an inning. Next pitch strike. Next pitch ball. Next pitch hit. Have some fun. Mess around. Uh, do things like that. Or go a little bit bigger, right? Aaron Judge just started off hot. Feeling a little bit disrespect that the home run total preseason was 45. He's going off. Maybe you pick him to hit a home run. Maybe you pick a pitcher to go over on strikeouts. Or you can build the same game parlay with your favorite matchup of the day. It's fun. It's easy. And it makes baseball a game that is a little bit slower seem a little bit faster and more interesting on a day-in and day-out situation. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 when you go FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Big news last night. Jesse Edwards hits the transfer portal. I'm Owen Valentine on your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday. Breaking it down, we talked sort of the logistics of it, right? This is a decision that Jesse Edwards made because he wants to pursue NIL opportunities. And in theory, per this article from Donna DeToda, uh, while he's home in the Netherlands, so say he goes home for the summer, you could try and meander an NIL deal whilst there. Maybe he hosts a camp. Maybe there's a, a Dutch brand that, uh, wants to advertise Jesse Ed or with Jesse Edwards. Maybe there is, I don't know what the other loopholes could be, and maybe that's why he is departing from Syracuse, and it, it seems like Syracuse didn't know what those loopholes or ways around it would be. 
But Jesse Edwards hits the portal. And Jesse Edwards, I would assume, is going to be a big target in the portal. A guy that teams look at because you don't see that many guys with four years of ACC experience and two years of ACC experience as a pretty damn successful starter. I will say this, and I have hinted at it. Jesse Edwards needed to make a jump in year five in terms of strength, in terms of toughness, in terms of physicality. But I don't think that is something that is going to deter teams from wanting him. He's going to be a sought-after guy in the transfer portal. I mean, you look at Joe Girard right now and some of the offers he's getting and the interest he's getting. I can only imagine what Jesse does in terms of interest, in terms of people wanting to get him to campus as an impact guy immediately in year five. He's going to be a big-time name in that portal. And that goes, it's a little bit tough sometimes because you're going to see him leave and you're going to see him most likely in another team with a different setup. But I am curious to see, NIL-wise, what there is on the table in terms of NIL deals from other schools. Because when you look at this, and you look at teams that are going to be above Syracuse. Is Jesse going to be guy number one on teams above Syracuse in terms of basketball as an aura, as a school, as things like that? If you transfer to a perennial powerhouse or a title contender, are you getting the chunk of NIL money or the NIL focus that you want? Or do you go middle of the pack? Do you go to a place similar to Syracuse in terms of national prominence at this point in time? Where does he go to find this NIL money? And what loopholes in a very short span of time are teams going to be able to find to pitch Jesse Edwards that Syracuse wasn't able to locate in his full season in Orange since the NIL change. That is one of my biggest questions at this point in time, is what is someone else, say it's a UCLA, say it's a Kansas, say it's a big-time team that you could expect to win a Natty next season in Alabama, uh, teams of that prominence at this point in time. What quick loophole are their collectives going to figure out in – I don't know, the month that Jesse's in the portal that Syracuse wasn't able to figure out in 18 months. That's sort of my continued confusion with this situation. And I don't necessarily get it if I'm being completely honest. It doesn't make all the sense in the world. And this, and I know Syracuse is, you know, at, Weitzman in theory is offering million dollar deals to players or was, I haven't heard from Weitzman in a little bit outside of him, you know, doing some philanthropic things for a guy from FIU uh, or FAU during the tournament. Um, I look at NIL right now, and this is a lot of people's biggest issues with NIL is that Jesse Edwards is leaving Syracuse to pursue NIL, which basically means that he is a free agent being pursued 
with the best available contract. And he is going to be looking to make X amount. And this school offers me this. And this school offers me this. And it's not directly from the school. We know that. It's all loophole. It's all the way you phrase things and all of that. But this is one of the biggest things that people have issues with in terms of NIL. Not players making money. Not players using their name to be able to bring some cash in. It is the bidding war that happens with the blind eye that the NCAA turns for players. And that is what we're about to witness with Jesse Edwards, is who is bidding the most for him. Because this is not some subtle, I'm going to see, I want to find a success somewhere else. This was a, I love Syracuse. I love the Orange. I love this community. I love Orange Nation. But I need to find more money. And to not go pro and to turn into a free agent in the NIL space, in the portal, is going to make for a very interesting month or so with regards to Jesse Edwards. All right, I teased it a little bit. Let's talk where this leaves Syracuse right now because it leaves you with a lot of question marks. At your guard spot, you've got JJ and you've got Quadir. At your forwards, you've got Malik. You've got Bell. You've got Benny, and uh, you're gonna your combo guard slash forward in JT Justin Taylor. At center, you've got one point one point seven rebounds per game. Monir Hema. You've got didn't look incredible in the very limited sample we saw from him. Redshirt Peter Carey. And you've got very raw and very tall William Patterson, Willie P. None of those names, as we look at the center position, seem like they're the answer to replacing Jesse Edwards. And that is where Adrian Autry and Jerry McNamara and Alan Griffin and Brendan Strawn have their work cut out for them right now you need to go out into the portal and you need to bring in a player that has the potential to supplement not to supplement to be the bulk of what is jesse edwards production in years past you need to find a way to replace in the money ball metric 14 and a half points and 10.3 rebounds per game because and I mean no offense to those three, because those three can offer the supplementing that I talked about. Maybe it's your dinner roll on the side of your plate, but I need a steak and a baked potato. And that's coming from the transfer portal. And you need to hit the portal now. There is no more time to delay because, Jesse, do your thing. Phenomenal Syracuse career. The last game we saw you play in the Dome was one of the best games you could see in terms of stat performances, scoring and rebounding wise, ever. That's how important it is. That is the type of thing uh, that you can go. That is incredibly important. But right now, none of these guys are offering what he could have done and what he can do coming back. They're great. Right, You can put them in for their 8, 10 minutes a game 
to give rest, if they're in foul trouble, things of that nature. You need more. And I wrote him off temporarily, but the name that's at the top of everyone's list of available transfers and the person whose name has already been discussed in central New York and hinted at by guys at 24-7 as a possible landing spot brings Hunter Dickinson right back into the conversation in Syracuse. And he needs to be on the phone today. And Autry and Strawn, right, Dickinson, a guy that Syracuse did recruit first time around, didn't end up working out. But now, Hunter Dickinson, team takeover guy, Brendan Strawn, new assistant coach, team takeover guy, you need to use that connection. Because Hunter Dickinson is the answer here. The easiest answer to bring somebody in that replaces Jesse Edwards above and beyond with the potential to do more, with a potential to be a greater impact player as a guy who has scored 18 plus for the last two seasons in Dickinson. You want him here and you need to put everything out on the line to get him into central New York because that is the difference that he can make and you need to find a difference maker immediately. Judah Mintz is up in the air. We're not going to know that for maybe two more months. That is how long you could be held in limbo. And Jesse Edwards held you in limbo as well. And apparently it was the last few weeks where Syracuse trying to figure out NIL things for him in terms of finding ways to get him paid while still maintaining a student visa. They couldn't quite figure it out, it seems, per Jesse's father. So that limbo has put you behind the eight ball in terms of Dickinson has been in conversations for about a week and change now. Multiple conversations. Big name, big time coaches and programs reaching out. You've got to be able to attack. You've got to be able to bring somebody in. You need a center in the portal. You could benefit from another forward. You could benefit from the insurance policy, maybe it's Chance Westry, of what if Judah doesn't come back? Because now things are up in the air and things are in a situation where you need to figure out now how to figure it out. The 23 class is is damn near closed off. There are very few year one impact guys available in the 23 class. I don't think anyone wants to sit back and wait for year, the 2024 season, where you're trying to see what happens with a guy like Donnie Freeman. You've got Elijah Moore already committed, but you don't have a center in that class. And I don't think anybody really expects Monir, Peter, or William Patterson, barring and do that. Syracuse basketball, for the first time in the Adrian Autry era, is in a situation where they need to find an answer now. And they're in a situation where the sun is starting to hide again. And it's not all sunshine, which is ironic because this is the most beautiful day of the year in Syracuse this week. But the sun is in the clouds right now. And the rain is going to start to fall 
if Syracuse does not find a way and figure out how to replace Jesse Edwards in the transfer portal. That is the current situation that we need to deal with. And that is where we look tomorrow. That's where we look Thursday. That's where we look Friday. That's where we look until it is given. I'm Owen Valentine, Locked on Syracuse Tuesday. If you're looking for more in terms of uh, some basketball, check out Locked on College Basketball. Uh, tomorrow we'll do a little bit of a recruiting breakdown, I would assume, unless there is some big news that I uh, don't foresee happening right now. We should be doing recruiting breakdown tomorrow. Uh, and then on Thursday and Friday, we'll see where things go from there. I've been trying to reach out to some people, uh, see who wants to jump on. Uh, get some interviews, get some conversations, get some new perspectives involved. Uh, if you've got something that I'm missing, want to get covered, feel free to tweet at me at LO underscore Syracuse. Feel free to reply in the comments here on YouTube. Uh, do your thing. Let me know what you want to hear, uh, and I will do my best to cover it in any capacity. If you think I missed the ball today uh, with my question marks, I, it feels a little bit weird with Jesse Edwards. Feel free to let me know. Uh, if you share the same sentiment, add to it, please. Uh, I love seeing the discussion happen in the comments. So by all means, uh, you guys drive that conversation. Thank you so much. For doing it. And please continue doing so because it goes a long way, makes my job easier, and makes it a little more fun to see people chiming in on the conversation, whether they agree or disagree with me. Call the conversation. Let's have one. Uh, thank you so much, Owen Valentine. I will catch you tomorrow. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today. I will see you then. If you do not, subscribe, turn the notification bell on, get instantly notified when these videos go live. Uh, it goes a long way for us, uh, and it helps you out in case uh, maybe I post at 11 o'clock instead of 10.15 for those YouTube viewers. So just keeps you ready, gets you notified immediately. Uh, be kind. Have a good day. Uh, make somebody smile. Enjoy the sun. I will catch you tomorrow. Peace.